0: Welcome to Terrifying Tales and Nightmare Realities, I am your host, Jay. Here we will take an adventure into the dark places of my mind, or in reality. Which one? That is up to you. Know that a little darkness in your life can show you the light sometimes. Come with me as we go through the darkness together if you dare.
1: In the heart of the rugged Appalachian Mountains, where the echoes of pickaxes against rock resonate through the hills, I toiled as a miner in the depths of West Virginia. My days were consumed by the never-ending quest for coal, and the darkness of the mines became my second home. Little did I know that one fateful day would change the course of my life forever. It started like any other shift, with the routine descent into the bowels of the earth. The air grew heavy and the only sounds were the rhythmic clinks of our tools against the hard rock walls. The mines had a peculiar way of swallowing time, making hours feel like minutes. But on that ominous day, as I ventured deeper into the labyrinthine tunnels, I felt an inexplicable sense of unease. It began with subtle whispers, indistinct voices that seemed to emanate from the very walls around me. I dismissed them as the byproduct of exhaustion, attributing the eerie ambience to the natural acoustics of the cavernous expanse. Yet, the whispers persisted, growing louder and more distinct with every passing hour. They spoke in a language foreign to my ears, a spectral symphony that reverberated through the tunnels. As I pressed forward, the walls themselves seemed to pulse with an otherworldly energy, Shadows danced in the periphery of my vision, flitting away whenever I turned to confront them. My fellow miners appeared oblivious to the spectral ballet, their focus unwavering on the task at hand. I began to question my sanity, wondering if the isolation of the mines had finally taken its toll on my mind. It was during a routine excavation that I first glimpsed the ethereal beings that haunted the depths. They materialized from the shadows, their forms indistinct yet hauntingly beautiful glowing orbs of light served as their eyes, fixating on me with an intensity that sent shivers down my spine. These entities, if one could call them that, seemed to exist in a dimension beyond our comprehension. Their voices, once mere whispers, now resonated in my mind. They spoke of ancient secrets, of forgotten realms existing beneath the earth. I could feel their thoughts intertwining with mine, a surreal communion that transcended language. The more I tried to resist, the more their influence tightened its grip on my consciousness. Days turned into nights, and I lost all sense of time as I delved deeper into the mines. The beings guided me, or perhaps manipulated me, through a labyrinth of tunnels that defied the laws of physics. Reality itself seemed to warp and twist in their presence, and I questioned whether I was still within the confines of the earthly realm. I encountered strange landscapes within the mines, vast caverns adorned with luminescent flora that emitted an otherworldly glow. Rivers of liquid crystal flowed through tunnels, carrying with them the essence of the beings that inhabited this subterranean realm. Each step I took led me further away from the known world, into a dimension where the laws of nature bowed to the whims of the supernatural. The beings revealed themselves to me in moments of profound clarity, their forms shifting between ethereal wisps and humanoid figures. They spoke of an ancient pact between their kind and the earth itself, a pact that had been disrupted by the relentless pursuit of resources by mankind. As a miner, I was unwittingly complicit in this violation, a cog in the machinery that threatened to unravel the delicate balance between worlds. The more I understood, the more I yearned to escape the clutches of the mines. But the beings had other plans for me. They whispered promises of enlightenment, of transcending the limitations of the mortal coil. I, however felt the tendrils of madness encroaching upon my consciousness. The boundary between reality and the supernatural blurred, and I struggled to distinguish between the two. In moments of despair, I would catch glimpses of my fellow minds, their eyes devoid of recognition as if they were nothing more than apparitions. The minds themselves seemed to shift and morph, becoming a living entity that pulsed with an insidious energy. I knew I had become a pawn in a cosmic game, a plaything for entities that existed beyond the comprehension of mortal minds. As I ventured deeper into the abyss, the encounters with the beings grew increasingly surreal. They manifested in forms that defy description amorphous shapes that danced on the edge of perception. The air itself shimmered with their presence, distorting reality into a feverish dreamscape. I no longer knew if I was awake or trapped in the clutches of a never-ending nightmare. The final descent into madness came when the beings revealed their true nature. They were not merely inhabitants of the subterranean realms, they were embodiments of primordial forces that predated the birth of the universe. Their existence transcended the boundaries of time and space, and I, a mere mortal, was an insignificant speck caught in the crossfire of cosmic machinations. In a climactic revelation, the beings unveiled the consequences of mankind's relentless exploitation of the earth. The delicate equilibrium between dimensions had been shattered, and I, as a representative of the mining industry, bore the weight of that transgression. The walls of the mine seemed to close in around me, the very rock itself condemning me for my role in the desecration of sacred realms. As the truth unfolded, my mind buckled under the strain of incomprehensible knowledge. Sanity slipped through my fingers like grains of sand, and I descended into a maelstrom of madness. The beings, now looming over me in a spectral congregation, whispered in unison, their voices a cacophony of cosmic sorrow. I stumbled through the twisting tunnels, pursued by shadows that reached out with ethereal tendrils. The boundary between reality and delusion dissolved, and I embraced the madness that consumed me. The walls of the mines became a kaleidoscope of fractured dimensions, each step a descent into the abyss of my fractured psyche. In the end i found myself standing on the precipice of a chasm that led to the heart of the subterranean realms the beings their forms now indistinct and amorphous beckoned me to join them in the cosmic dance with a mad grin etched across my face i stepped into the abyss surrendering to the embrace of the unknown
2: the encounter with their demon was a culmination of the miners descent into the abyss of madness within the haunted mines of west virginia as the miner ventured deeper into the labyrinthine tunnels, Guided by the eerie whispers and ethereal beings, he found himself in a vast cavern illuminated by an otherworldly glow. The air crackled with an unsettling energy, and shadows danced on the walls like malevolent spirits. In the heart of this cavern, the miner beheld a figure that transcended the surreal. The demon, a towering entity with twisted horns that seemed to reach towards the heavens, stood amidst a sea of swirling shadows. Its eyes burned with an infernal intensity casting an eerie glow that illuminated the cavern in flickering shades of crimson and obsidian. The minor, already teetering on the brink of insanity, felt a palpable wave of malevolence emanating from the demon. Yet, an inexplicable compulsion drew him closer, as if an invisible force guided his every step. The air itself seemed to thicken, making each breath a laborious effort. As the miner approached, the demon fixed its penetrating gaze upon him. The eyes, pools of abyssal darkness, seemed to strip away the layers of the miner's soul, laying bare the darkest recesses of his consciousness. Unspoken words echoed in the miner's mind, a haunting symphony that spoke of ancient pacts and cosmic consequences. The miner, his senses blurred by the mingling of reality and delusion, found himself unable to look away from the demon's eyes. It was as if the very essence of his being was entwined with the demonic presence, a fusion of mortal fragility and infernal power. The cavern itself seemed to quiver in response, as if the fabric of reality strained under the weight of their communion. With each passing moment, the miner felt the boundaries of self dissolve. The demon's voice, a guttural resonance that reverberated through the very core of his being, spoke of forgotten realms and the folly of human ambition. The cavern walls seemed to pulse with the heartbeat of a cosmic entity, and the miner was ensnared in a macabre dance with the demon. Their miner, now a mere puppet in the hands of the infernal orchestrator raised trembling hands towards the demon. The air crackled with an arcane energy as their connection deepened. The demon, its form shifting between monstrous and spectral, reached out with shadowy tendrils that caressed the miner's consciousness. Visions of ancient landscapes and cosmic tapestries unfolded before the miner's eyes. He glimpsed realms beyond the boundaries of mortal understanding, dimensions where time flowed like an ever-shifting river, and the fabric of reality wove itself into intricate patterns. The demon, a condor to these eldritch realms, guided the miner through the cosmic labyrinth. The miner's sanity, already fragile, shattered like glass as the demon delved into the recesses of his mind. Memories and thoughts became malleable in the hands of the infernal entity, twisted into grotesque forms that mirrored the chaotic dance of shadows on the cavern walls. The miner's very identity became a fractured mosaic, a distorted reflection in the demonic abyss. In a final crescendo of madness, the demon and the miner became one. Their consciousness merged, a grotesque amalgamation of mortal and infernal essence. The cavern itself seemed to implode, collapsing into a singularity that swallowed the boundaries of space and time. Reality itself unraveled in a cataclysmic symphony of chaos. And then, silence. The haunted minds of West Virginia, now devoid of the miner who had descended into madness, echoed with an eerie stillness. The demon, having accomplished its inscrutable purpose, faded into the shadows, leaving behind a cavern that bore witness to the cosmic communion between worlds. Their minor, lost in the cosmic tapestry, became a spectral remnant, a lingering whisper in the abyss
1: of forgotten realms. As I ventured deeper into the mines of West Virginia, the air became thick with an eerie tension. The whispers that had plagued my senses grew louder, guiding me through twisting tunnels until I emerged in a cavern bathed in an otherworldly glow. It was there that I laid eyes upon the demon, a towering entity with twisted horns that seemed to pierce the very fabric of reality. The cavern pulsed with an otherworldly energy as I stood before the demonic presence. Its eyes, pools of abyssal darkness, locked onto mine, and an unseen force compelled me to approach. With each step, the air crackled with an arcane energy, and the walls seemed to close in, trapping me in a macabre dance with the infernal entity. I could feel the weight of its gaze upon me, a gaze that stripped away the layers of my soul, laying bare the darkest recesses of my consciousness. Unspoken words echoed in my mind, a haunting symphony that spoke of ancient pacts and cosmic consequences. The very essence of my being felt entwined with the demonic force, as if our fates were bound in an unholy communion. As I reached out with trembling hands, the lead demons I seemed to pierce through the veils of reality. Visions of forgotten realms unfolded before me, landscapes bathed in otherworldly hues, and dimensions where time flowed like an ever-shifting river. The demon's guttural voice resonated through the cavern, revealing the folly of human ambition and the consequences of trespassing into the sacred domains. The demon's form shifted between monstrous and spectral, a manifestation of primordial forces that predated the birth of the universe. I became a mere puppet in its hands, guided through the cosmic labyrinth of Eldritch Realms. The cavern walls pulsated with an arcane heartbeat, and I felt the boundaries of self-dissolve as the lead demon delved into the recesses of my mind. Memories and thoughts twisted into grotesque forms, mirroring the chaotic dance of shadows on the cavern walls. My very identity became a fractured mosaic, a distorted reflection in the demonic abyss. Yet, an inexplicable connection bound us together, and I couldn't escape the feeling that I was a vessel for the lead demon's inscrutable purpose. In the final crescendo of madness, our consciousness merged a grotesque amalgamation of mortal and infernal essence. The cavern collapsed into a singularity swallowing the boundaries of space and time. Unity itself unraveled in a cataclysmic symphony of chaos, and then, silence. As the dust settled in the haunted mines of West Virginia, I was no longer a miner but a spectral remnant lost in the cosmic tapestry. The demon, having accomplished its inscrutable purpose, faded into the shadows, leaving behind a cavern that bore witness to the cosmic communion between worlds. I was adrift in the abyss of Forgotten Realms, a lingering whisper in the aftermath of an unholy encounter. What, what are you? Why have you brought me here?
3: Mortal, I am the harbinger of the Forgotten Realms, the emissary of primordial forces that predate the birth of your universe.
1: I don't understand. What do you want from me?
3: You are but a pawn in the cosmic camp, a representative of the desecration brought by your kind upon sacred realms. Your purpose unfolds as the threads of fate weave our destinies together.
1: Threads of fate? I just wanted to mine and provide for my family. What is happening to me?
3: Mortal. Concerns are but fleeting whispers of the cosmic Symphony. Your ambitions have disrupted the delicate balance between dimensions, and now you stay at the precipice of enlightenment and madness.
1: Stop. Stop these visions. I-I can't bear it.
3: Embrace the visions, mortal. Witness the realms beyond mortal comprehension. Your mind is a canvas, and I am the brush that paints the cosmic tapestry.
1: No. No more. I can't distinguish reality from these twisted illusions.
3: Reality is but a feeble construct. I offer you transcendence, a journey into the depths of the unknown. Let go of your mortal constraints and become one with the Eldritch Realms.
1: I just want to go home. This is madness.
3: Home is an illusion, a fleeting notion of grand tapestry's existence. Embrace the madness, for in madness lies the key to enlightenment.
1: I can't. I won't.
3: Resistance is futile, mortal. Your group on reality weakens with every heartbeat. The boundaries between dimensions blur, and you become a vessel for cosmic forces beyond your comprehension. Leave me alone. What have I done to deserve this? The concept is meaningless of the cosmic dance. Your actions have consequences, and now you dance on the precipice of insanity.
1: This can't be real. It's just a nightmare.
3: Nightmares are but reflections of truths obscured by mortal ignorance. Embrace the nightmare, for it is the gateway to enlightenment.
2: As the dialogue unfolded, The miner's sanity continued to unravel, entwined with the demon's whispers. The cavern echoed with their exchange, a symphony of cosmic significance that transcended the boundaries of mortal understanding. The miner, caught in the clutches of the demon, teetered on the brink of a descent into
1: the abyss of madness. The echoes of my encounter with the demon lingered in the recesses of my mind as I stumbled through the dark tunnels, desperately seeking the familiar glow of the exit. The haunted mines of West Virginia seemed to mock my feeble attempts to return to normalcy, and every step felt like a Sisyphean struggle against the lingering madness that clung to my consciousness. As I emerged into the dim light of the camp, I yearned for the comforting embrace of my fellow miners. The air was thick with the scent of coal, and the distant sounds of conversations echoed through the night. My heart raced with the anticipation of rejoining the realm of the living, of leaving behind the cosmic nightmares that had ensnared my soul. I approached the flickering glow of the campfire, where my comrades gathered, their faces etched with the weariness of a day's labor. Their conversation ceased as I drew near, and their eyes bore into me with a mixture of curiosity and concern.
3: You're back, finally.
4: We were starting to worry. You okay, brother?
1: You look like you've seen a ghost. In truth, the ghosts I had seen were far beyond their comprehension. The demonic thoughts that had invaded my mind whispered relentlessly, weaving a sinister symphony that drowned out the mundane sounds of the camp. You're
4: awfully quiet.
1: Everything alright? I forced a smile, attempting to dismiss the shadows that clung to the corners of my consciousness. Little did they know that I carried a burden far darker than the coal dust that stained our clothes.
2: Seriously? You don't look so good? Did something happen down there?
1: The demonic whispers intensified, urging me to share the cosmic secrets that now haunted my every waking moment. I clutched my head, the strain of suppressing the infernal knowledge etched across my face.
4: You're acting weird. Spit it out. What's going on?
1: The pressure in my mind reached a breaking point, and I couldn't contain the demonic thoughts any longer. I recoiled, my voice rising in frustration. Stop. Just stop. The camp fell into an uneasy silence. My fellow miners exchanged puzzled glances, unsure of the source of my outburst. To them, it seemed as though I was yelling at the very air itself. What's gotten into you? It won't stop. The whispers, the visions. Make it stop.
4: You are yelling at us. What is wrong with you?
1: The demonic thoughts continued their relentless assault intertwining with the mundane reality of the campfire and the concerned faces of my comrades. I can't escape it. The demon, it won't let go.
4: Did you say demon? Are you feeling okay?
1: In their eyes, I saw a reflection of skepticism and unease. They couldn't perceive the cosmic forces that tormented me, and my cries for release from the demonic grip only deepened their confusion. I need help. I don't know how to escape this nightmare. The campfire flickered, casting dancing shadows that seemed to mimic the infernal dance of the demonic entities. My fellow miners remained silent, their expressions a mixture of concern and doubt. Little did they know that the haunted mines had claimed not only my sanity but also my connection to the mundane reality they inhabited. As the night wore on, the shadows deepened, and the campfire's glow became a feeble beacon in the vast expanse of the haunted abyss. The relentless whispers of the demonic forces continued to torment me even as I staggered out of the cursed mines. The lead miner, sensing my deteriorating state, decided it was time for a break. He ordered me to go back home and rest, hoping that time away from the haunting depths would bring some semblance of normalcy back to my shattered mind. Returning home should have been a comforting prospect, a reunion with the familiar faces and warmth of family. However, the moment I stepped through the threshold of my humble abode, it became apparent that normalcy had become an elusive spectre, My family, unable to recognize the haunted shell of a man before them, stared at me with a mixture of fear and bewilderment.
4: Who? Who are you? Mom, who is this stranger? Why is this man in our house?
1: The word stung like venom, and the realization of my transformation into an unrecognizable entity intensified the demonic thoughts that plagued my mind. Desperation clawed at my soul as I attempted to convince them of my identity, but their eyes held only fear and suspicion. With a heavy heart, I left my home, haunted by the echoes of my family's disbelief. The lead miner, witnessing the ordeal, decided it was time for me to seek professional help. He arranged for me to see the local doctor, hoping that a medical opinion might shed light on my inexplicable descent into madness. The doctor's office was a small, dimly lit room filled with the pungent scent of medicinal herbs. I sat in the worn leather chair, my eyes darting nervously around the room as I awaited the arrival of the doctor. The air felt charged with an unnatural energy, and the demonic whispers intensified, drowning out the mundane sounds of the office. Hello, Doctor. What seems to be the problem? I… I can't explain it. I've seen things, heard things. I don't know what's real anymore. Well, we'll start with a few questions. Tell me about your experiences. As I began recounting the surreal encounters in the mines, The doctor listened attentively. Unbeknownst to both of us, the demonic forces within me seized the opportunity. The whispers guided my words, weaving a tale that blurred the lines between reality and delusion. This is highly unusual.
2: I'll need to run some tests to rule out any physiological causes.
1: As the doctor prepared to conduct tests, the demonic thoughts grew more insistent. They whispered of cosmic vengeance and the fragility of mortal existence. In a twisted moment of possession, my hands, guided by unseen forces, seized the doctor's throat. What? What are you doing? You cannot comprehend the cosmic forces at play. Your existence is inconsequential. The doctor's struggles were futile, and his life force <coughs> ebbed away under the malevolent influence that now me. Once the deed was done, the demonic whispers guided my hand to write a letter, a falsified testament to my apparent sanity. The letter claimed that I was fit to return to the mines, absolving the lead miner of any responsibility for my condition. The demonic forces revelled in their deceptive puppetry, forging a document that would seal my return to the haunted depths. As I left the doctor's office, the air seemed to ripple with unseen energies. The lead miner, unaware of the infernal machinations at play, greeted me with a nod of approval. Little did he know that the demonic forces, having claimed another victim, had orchestrated my return to the mines a return that promised only deeper descents into madness and cosmic horrors. The first occurrence was a tragic accident, or so it seemed. In the dimly-lit tunnels of the mines, I worked alongside my fellow miners, their faces obscured by the perpetual gloom. As the pickaxes struck the rock, a sudden collapse occurred, trapping two miners under a cascade of debris. Panic ensued, and in the chaos, I found myself wielding a pickaxe stain with the blood of my colleagues. The guilt gnawed at my conscience, but the demonic forces within me revelled in the taste of spilled blood. The second occurrence unfolded in the dead of night. A fellow miner, consumed by suspicions of foul play, had begun asking questions about the accidents that befell our comrades. Paranoia gripped the mining community, threatening to expose the malevolent presence that lurked in the shadows. To silence the inquisitive miner, I lured him into the deserted depths of the mines where the echoes of his screams mingled with the demonic whispers that urged me to protect the cosmic secrets. The third occurrence was perhaps the most unsettling of all. The lead miner, burdened by the weight of responsibility for the accidents and disappearances, had become increasingly wary. In his attempts to unravel the mysteries that plagued the mines, he stumbled upon clues that hinted at a malevolent force at play. Fearing exposure, the demonic entity within me seized control once more. In a moment of profound darkness, I snuffed out the lead miner's life, leaving the mines without a guiding force. The lead miner's death, however, marked the beginning of a far more sinister chapter. The demonic forces, now unshackled, claimed dominion over my consciousness. The once haunting whispers became deafening screams, urging me to embrace the cosmic horrors that awaited in the deepest recesses of the mines. In the eerie glow of the underground caverns, the lead miner's spectral form materialized before me. His eyes, filled with a mixture of confusion and accusation, bore into my soul.
4: What have you done? Why did you kill them?
1: They were sacrificial pawns in the cosmic dance, mere vessels for the primordial forces that govern this realm.
4: You were my comrade, my friend. How could you betray us?
1: Betrayal is an inconsequential concept in the grand tapestry of existence. The cosmic forces demand sacrifices, and I am but an instrument of their will.
4: Snap out of it. Fight against this darkness.
1: Darkness is not the enemy, but the key to enlightenment. I have seen the realms beyond mortal comprehension, and I am the conduit through which the cosmic forces manifest. The lead miner, realizing the
2: futility of reason, pressed on with a final plea.
4: If there's any part of you left, fight back. Don't let the darkness consume you completely.
1: There is no turning back. The shadows have claimed me, and I am now the harbinger of cosmic reckoning. With a surge of otherworldly power, I raised my hand, and the cavern itself seemed to respond to the infernal energies coursing through my veins. The lead miner's form dissipated like mist, leaving behind only the echoes of his fading presence.
2: In the aftermath, the haunted mines of West Virginia stood as a testament to the malevolent forces that now reigned. The demonic whispers, once a mere murmur in the shadows, became a cacophony that echoed through the tunnels, beckoning those who dared to descend into the abyss. The once-burdened miner, now a vessel for cosmic malevolence, embraced the darkness that enveloped his fractured soul, ready to carry out the inscrutable will of the eldritch entities that lurked in the depths. The air was heavy with an eerie stillness as a lone YouTuber with a fascination for abandoned places, stood before the desolate entrance of the haunted mine in West Virginia. The dilapidated boards, weathered by time and neglect, hinted at a history fraught with darkness. As he held the camera steadily in hand, captured the foreboding atmosphere. He embarked on narrating the untold story of this forsaken place.
4: Hey, everyone! Welcome back to my channel! Today, we're exploring this abandoned mine in West Virginia, a place with a history shrouded in mystery and tragedy. Join me as we unravel the secrets hidden within these long-forgotten tunnels. As I venture further into the abyss, the cavernous darkness seems to swallow the feeble light of my flashlight. The echo of my footsteps reverberate through the desolate corridors, creating an unsettling symphony of isolation. The walls, adorned with remnants of a bygone era, whisper tales of the miners who had once toiled in the depths. The mine, once a bustling hub of activity, into disuse decades ago. It's said that a series of accidents and unexplained disappearances led to its abrupt closure. Today, we're going to delve into the mysteries that surround this place and see if we can uncover the truth behind the legends. As I delve deeper into the mine, my words echo in the emptiness, each step further intensifying the oppressive atmosphere. Unbeknownst to me, the malevolent forces that had claimed the lives of those who had crossed their path stir in the shadows, waiting to be awakened by the unwitting intruder. The mines of West Virginia, once a place of labor and toil, became a monument to the folly of mankind. The echoes of my descent into madness reverberate through the tunnels, a haunting testament to the consequences of trespassing into realms beyond mortal comprehension. The beings, having achieved their inscrutable purpose, faded into the shadows, leaving the mines to reclaim their enigmatic sanctity as the world above ground continues its oblivious existence the mines of west virginia became a forsaken realm a haunted labyrinth where the boundaries between the earthly and the supernatural blur into an eternal dance of shadows and i lost in the depths became one with the spectral tapestry that wove the fabric of reality itself the video captured by my camera became a chilling narrative of horror the remnants of the mine told a story of a cursed place where the veil between the living and the supernatural grew thin. My exploration led me to a series of underground chambers, each more ominous than the last. I recount the tragedies that had befallen the miners, the accidents, the paranoia, and the inexplicable deaths that had led to the mine's eventual closure. The viewers, immersed in the eerie visuals, were unaware that the malevolent entities that dwelled in the shadows were awakening. As I reached the heart of the mine, the air grew colder, and the whispers that had haunted the miners' echo in my ears. Unseen hands seemed to guide me through the labyrinthine tunnels, revealing the gruesome fates of those who had dared to tread this cursed path. The video showcases the first death. A member of my crew, suddenly engulfed by an unseen force. The camera captures the terror in their eyes as they struggle against an invisible adversary. The viewers, glued to the screen, could almost feel the malevolence that now pulsed through the mine. The legends tell of unexplained deaths and strange occurrences within these walls. Many believed it to be cursed, haunted by something beyond our understanding. The footage seamlessly transitions to the next victim. Another member of my crew. Their flashlight flickered and dies, plunging them into absolute darkness. Desperation and fear paint their faces as unseen forces drag them into the shadows. The tension built as the video chronicles the demise of each crew member, their fate sealed by an ancient malevolence that had lain dormant for too long. The mine, once silent, now echoes with the anguished cries of the departed souls. The mine, abandoned and forgotten, holds a darkness that few can comprehend. It's as if the very walls are infused with the tragedies of the past. As I approached the final chamber, the viewers were on the edge of their seats. The chilling narrative unfolded as the remaining crew members meet their grisly ends. Shadows danced on the walls, and the whispers grew into a cacophony that drowned out my own voice. In a chilling twist of fate, the video revealed the apparition of the Miner who had once been the vessel for the demonic forces. The malevolent entity, now fully awakened, manifested in a grotesque display of power. The camera captures the spectral figure, its eyes burning with infernal intensity as it approaches the lens. And here we are, at the heart of the mind, where the darkness that lurks within is most potent. The final scenes of the video unfold in real-time horror as the demonic force within the mind seized control of my consciousness. The viewers watch in terror as I, under the malevolent influence, turn the camera towards myself. The once curious YouTuber, now a vessel for cosmic malevolence, grinned malevolently at the lens. I am no longer bound by the constraints of the mortal realm. The abyss calls, and I am its harbinger. The camera, now eerily steady in the hands of an unseen force, captures the chilling finale. The spectral figure raises its hand, and the screen plunges into darkness as a guttural scream echoes through the tunnels. This is Erica with Channel 10 News. A famous YouTuber and his crew died today in what can only be called a dive into madness. Jake, with his following in the 10 millions went to the abandoned mines off of K-more miners trail. The entire ordeal is forever imprinted on YouTube as Jake was live streaming the entire event. The video abruptly ended, leaving the viewers in a state of shock and disbelief.
2: The haunted mine, now a crypt of unspeakable horrors, had claimed its latest victim, a YouTuber who had dared to unravel its mysteries. The legend of the cursed mind persisted, now immortalized in a video that blurred the lines between the supernatural and the tangible. Terrifying
0: Tales is a production of Foster and Foster Creations. I am your host, Jay. Stories written by M. Podcast Sound and mixing created on the Podcastle platform if you're looking for a one-stop shop for all things podcast come to podcastle you can start for free by going to podcastle.ai thank you podcastle for bringing this podcast to life once again go to podcastle.ai and make your podcast dreams a reality see you next time